0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. About a 12-minute or 13-minute Bible study each day, getting us into God's word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God. So the more we're in God's word, then the better off we should be spiritually and in our faith before, uh, to God and before our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But being in God's word every day also helps us to stay in touch in our, fo- in our relationship with God and to have a better, more spiritually focused mindset to be able to deal with life every day. You know people in your life, don't you, who need to change their focus and direction? They need to start thinking about their souls, about their relationship with God. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. But make the commitment and start sharing with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. What a great blessing it will be to help somebody get to heaven. But not just a great blessing for them, it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today with everybody you can every day. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study talking about our spiritual temperature and five questions that will help us to gauge our spiritual temperature. Well, we've lived through a trying time, haven't we? Through the COVID pandemic where you had to get your temperature taken over and over and over and over and over again. And that still happens as we go through medical facilities, and maybe that will be the way it is for a long, long time to come when you go into those kinds of facilities, but we hope not. But, see, we're talking about an indicator that may point to the fact that we're sick, that we have an infection of some kind in some way, a physical temperature, one that is too high. But, you know, a temperature that is too low is equally alarming we don't want it to be too cold we don't want it to be too hot we want it to be just right as the saying goes around 98.6 that's healthy but a spiritual temperature is even more important because it is also indicative of some kind of infection but not a physical infection a spiritual infection it's an indication of well we're not where we ought to be in our spiritual lives and dedication. For a Christian, we live a tale of two cities. As Charles Dickens wrote in 1859, he talked about the contradiction, the opposite ends of the spectrum. He talked about it being the best of times and the worst of times and the time of wisdom and the time of foolishness, the season of light, the season of darkness. That that novel still may be the best-selling novel of all time still a popular novel it's classic literature but it's talking about the reality of life in this world now for the Christian our citizenship because we've been baptized into Christ our sins have been washed away at that point by the blood he shed on the cross we have come into Christ and God has transferred us into the kingdom of heaven and that is the church here on this earth, the church that Jesus came to establish. Colossians 1 and verse 13. Our citizenship, our ultimate citizenship, is not of this world, but it's in heaven. Philippians 3 and verse 20, Ephesians 2 and verse 19, but we still live in this world physically. So as Paul said, we are in this world, but we strive to live a life that is not of this world. That is, we don't want to live a life of worldliness because this world is caught up in the depravity and the darkness and the evil of sin. In fact, the Apostle John wrote in 1 John chapter 2, and verse 17, this world is passing away. This world is passing away, and the things of this world are passing away with it. God ultimately will bring this world to an end. You go back to verse 15 in 1 John chapter 2. And John wrote, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it but he who does the will of God abides forever. So there's our tale of two cities. We live in the kingdom, we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven because we become Christians. But we live in a world that is caught up in the depravity and the wickedness and evil of sin. This is where the devil does his work in this world. So that struggle is right there before us every single day. We've asked the question, to gauge our spiritual temperature, what am I most passionate about? Well, that's going to be an indicator of our spiritual temperature, our faith and our faithfulness, our dedication to God. Am I most passionate about living my life in dedication and service to God that is expressed openly by the way I live, the things I do, how I talk? Or does my life reflect the ways of this world? and the people who are not Christians, who are not trying to live a faithful life before God. The second question we asked to gauge our spiritual temperature was, how do I want people to remember me? Do I want them to remember me through some identity related to this world, or do I want them to remember me as a dedicated, fervent, committed, faithful Christian, before God and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, the third question we want to ask, is my relationship with God trending up or down? Is it trending up or down? You see, we cannot just stay stagnant in our faith. We're either going to be getting stronger in our faith or we're going to be getting weaker in our faith. All you have to do is look at the history of the Israelites going through the wilderness. <laughs> my, my. How God was, faith, uh, was patient with them. But there were times when he still brought judgment upon them because of their weakness in their faith. Kept going down in, in spite of the fact that he kept taking care of them. Well, am I satisfied with my passion for God as it stands right now? On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being cold, 5 being just lukewarm, and 10 being hot, fervent, how would I rate myself? Remember what Jesus told those churches in the letters to the seven churches? In Revelation chapter 2 and verse 5? He said, remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. To the church at Laodicea in chapter 3 and verse 14, he said, or verse 15, he said, I know your works that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish that you were cold or hot, one or the other so then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot i will vomit you out of my mouth well what about my fervency what about how would i rate my spiritual temperature right now one being cold five being lukewarm ten being hot how would i rate it is it trending up or is it about the same or is it trending down one preacher asked his bible class how is your spiritual walk with the lord A few said good, others said could be better. Or some days better than others, but most said okay. Are we satisfied with just okay? Where does okay fit in the scale of one to ten? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it lukewarm? Again, think about Jesus' letter to that church at Laodicea revelation chapter 3 verses 15 through 17. scripture says that we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard lest we drift away how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation hebrews 2 verses 1 through 3. remember jesus was fervent in his mission as the savior sent by god the father To this earth he was eaten up with passion for god john 2 and verse 17. christians should be fervent in spirit now that word fervent means it it gives the idea of heat hot fervent for our for our, our lord and savior jesus christ and our dedication to god our father and creator who created us in his image with a soul and wants us to be with him forever in heaven, 2 Peter 3 and verse 9. We need to be zealous for good works, and that idea of zeal again is on fire, fervency, Titus 2 and verse 14. And what did Jesus say when he was asked what is the great commandment in the law? In Matthew chapter 22, verses 35 through 40, he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. He said, this is the first and great commandment in the law. Where is your spiritual temperature? Are you hot? Are you cold? Are you just lukewarm? You don't want to be just lukewarm. And you certainly don't want to be cold. need to think about that question, don't you? Is your relationship with God trending up or down? And if you're just lukewarm, it's already trended down. Now, the fourth question. What needs to change so that God is my greatest passion? In other words, what needs to change in my life that God is my greatest passion? In Revelation 2 and verse 5, as Jesus was addressing the church at Ephesus, He said, remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works or else I will return. I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. In Luke 13 and verse three, Jesus said, repent or else you're going to perish. He repeated that in verse five, except you repent, you will all likewise perish. The church at Ephesus had been a church that had a good, positive reputation for fervent dedication to their Lord and Savior. But there were some things that took place, and they went backward. They trended downward. And Jesus said, unless you repent and go back to the first works, then I'll remove your identity as one of my congregations. Unless you repent Do you need to repent? Do you need to get back to where you were at one time fervently dedicated living for the Lord? Think about that as we pray Father in heaven help us to be fervent in our dedication to you and to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ guide us help us to live the life that indicates that just by the way we live and to never become careless and allow ourselves to slip into cold or even lukewarm faith. Please guide us and help us, Father. Help us to be the example to those all around us, of fervent dedication to you. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.